Hello everybody, it's Crystal Montgomery again. Just checking in with you to see how your day is. I hope you're blessed. I hope things are looking up for you for the day to begin. It's uh, the holiday weekend for 4th of July, 2021. And the world is finally beginning to work again. We had survived the pandemic, which, good grief, felt like it was forever. (laughs) But we've made it, so let's get out there and live, right? I got a lot of stuff to do this morning. Uh, I had to take off a couple of days, um, Wednesday and Thursday, to go to the doctor. And just wasn't feeling very good, so I was like, hey, I'm going to work Saturday try to make up some time because I don't have any more time on my um, PTO take time off so that's what I get to do this afternoon I had big plans to do laundry today and go to the grocery and do a bunch of stuff but guess what I don't have time because I'm gonna be making some other money today so maybe I'll throw it in there tomorrow I don't know, I'm not going to push myself to do a whole lot of things to satisfy the world and whoever. If they need something, they can run to the store and get it. So, I'm learning my boundaries. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a wonderful day. Um, I can't think of anything I want to talk about this morning. I'll be on later, though. just wanted to shoot you a little segment today. And we're talking about new beginnings and how wonderful things can be and our hope for tomorrow so i hope you guys will join me love y'all see you around the merry-go-round this morning I haven't even had my coffee washed dishes and started some laundry so I'm just getting ready to start heading to get ready for church and just wanted to stop in and say hey Um, I was listening to Mark Lowry this morning on a video and he just made perfect sense and I just know that I'm not going to make it sound as good as him but it it made me cry like this is a comedian who's talking about God and the whole time he's talking about him he makes it so well understood and so lighthearted that you don't get offended right it was so amazing like he said something to the effect of um I found out after I was reading the red letters in the Bible that we've been hanging around the wrong people. We need to hang around with more failures and more of the afflicted or disabled and prostitutes and vagabonds. He said that he didn't hang around with the religious people. You know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees who was up in the 
up in the churches. They didn't call them that back then, but they called them that. Now, they call them that now. Up in the churches. And, um, trying to tell everybody, you know, they were trying to tell everybody the rules that you had to follow in order to get to heaven. But, he said, Jesus, he wanted to hang around with the outcast. The unwanted. He said, uh, you remember the woman at the well? She'd been married five times. She said, all the dignified women had went to the well early in the morning. This was late in the afternoon. So this woman had been married five times, went there so she wouldn't have to face the crowds of people and get the disgraceful looks and the, you know, nose turned up type thing. And he said, he met her. He made a special trip to meet this woman at the well. Late in the day, all alone by himself, he made a special trip to meet her. And he did that so many times. Like, he just did so many miraculous things. Um, The woman that came in um, and washed his feet with her hair, all the... You know, scholars that were in the room were like, get her away from him. What are you letting her do? And he said to them, leave her alone. What she does is a good thing. And so it just, it was cool to listen to him and then him say all of that stuff. And he was like, you know, he he even said, I even prayed before I came out here. He said, God, just let me be able to explain this so easy that it's understood because see Israel turned their back against God and he even said that God divorced like God has been divorced and I can't remember the scripture I'll have to look it back up but he said I think it was Jeremiah 3 and 8 maybe that God had divorced Israel so people who have been divorced you shouldn't feel like like you've done the most awful sin because you haven't, you know, like, like I said before in many things that I've talked about, sin is a sin no matter what it is. We just all sin differently. But it was so cool how, you know, he had made things like in reality, God sent his son down to save the outcast and to save because he said, the outcasts and the people that, you know, are overlooked, the fatherless, the widows, uh, the people who are crippled and disabled, uh, that people just walk on by when they see them. He said, those people are the ones that God sees the most. And the sinner is exactly who Jesus is looking for because he wants to give you grace He's not attracted to the good-looking people, the beautiful people. He don't want them. I mean, they already think they have it all. He wants the outcasts, the ones who who are down on their luck, who don't have a penny to their name, who doesn't have a home, who doesn't have family. He loves them. He loves the brokenhearted. He's close to them. And it was just amazing how he had said all of that. And I just began to weep. 
because I felt like, you know, I know exactly what kind of people he's talking about because because I'm one of them. And it was amazing to hear him. Just, I just love him. I'm just going to have to keep listening to his comedian shows, comic shows, whatever you call it. He's too funny. It's all about the Lord, which is awesome. I love that. Yep. Sure do. You can get a... You can get an altar call message in a comedian's, you know, act. Then you're getting somewhere. Like, that reminds me of how Jesus would do. You know, he just goes in and sits with the regular people. He goes in and has dinner with the regular people. He don't, you know, he don't have to have special this or special that. But when somebody does something special, like the foot washing, or they cry out because they want their son to be healed or their friend to be they lowered a man down in from a uh, in the top of a building so that he could get healed and he would be able to walk again and the lord recognized the friends you need friends like that friends who know they can help you and they can they can watch out for you and they can I mean, this man had to trust these friends. <laughs> I'm not sure I would trust anybody to lower me down from the ceiling <laughs> into the room. I mean, that is a lot of trust and faith right there. I mean, you think, you know, you think, oh, we, we've got faith. We can, we can spend this extra money to help this family or, you know, we can donate this money to church, um, you know, for whatever. And you think, oh, I'm stepping out in faith. I'm stepping out. But having faith to allow your friends to lower you down on a platform so that you can get closer to Jesus. Now that's faith. Because I'm sorry. I would, I'd probably be like, can, can we figure out another way? <laughs> I don't know if I trust y'all to hold me that <laughs> and get me down there safely. I might wind up dead instead of just on this bed, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I think that the Bible is so cool. There's so many different stories in there that just reflects how awesome he is. How I want to have the kind of faith that Peter had when they were on the boat and Jesus had left them. And I think he went to pray. And then in the middle of the night, there was a storm. And the disciples were terrified because the storm was coming up raging over in the sea where they were and Jesus began coming to them on top of the water he was walking on the water and imagine you are Peter and Jesus stretches out his hand and tells you to come to him and Peter gets out onto the water and begins to walk to Jesus. And as he starts to look around, because he takes his eyes off of Jesus and stops completely trusting and believing in Jesus, he starts to sink. And as he goes down, Jesus comes and rescues him. Doesn't that sound like us today? Like we have had faith to make it through the pandemic and we've just been doing our best and making it, you know, the best that we can, 
course, I know God's been with us the whole time. But it's like he had to come in and save us through this and get us through it. Um, We ain't completely through, I'm sure. But at least it's starting to open up a little bit in the world today. Well, I'm really excited about getting to go to church this morning. I just started to go back and I need to get Johnny in the Word some more. And that's my son. He's 16. Which we've, you know, read the Bible and he's... He admits that he believes and he's saved and all those things. It's just, I know, uh, not growing up, learning a lot about the word, I had a lot of catching up to do. And I want to try to give him an advantage of that before he hits his, um, you know, adulthood and all the other ages that you get into and you don't know where to go when you have, you know. A death in the family or you don't know what to do when you know your child's sick um yeah I want to teach you about prayer I want to teach him about what the word says and the promises that he has in God and I'm sorry if this offends you but I'm not backing down I am a Christian I wholeheartedly trust in Jesus and thank God every day that I am a born-again Christian. So I hope you guys will find a place to go um, to worship the Lord today. And I know people say, well, I can do that at home. I promise you it's not the same as if you're with a family of Christ. Because there are people there who will lift you up in prayer and encourage you not have to be an island and try to walk this life alone that is so exhausting I've done it I know what I'm talking about and I've realized the word says that Christians are just like a big family and that there's more than you would ever guess in this world so just remember you're not alone Well, God bless you. You have a wonderful Sunday. Happy 4th of July. Thank you to all the veterans and all of those who gave their life for our freedom in America. Thank you so much. You guys have a wonderful day. See you around the merry-go-round. It's Crystal again. Glad you guys can join me today. Baby and I are sitting at the laundromat. Getting ready to dry our clothes. So, it's been fun. (laughs) Our day is kind of just boring. Uh, We did go to church this morning and it was really good. I got to see lots of people that I've been missing for a while and I got to worship with them and pray with them it was a good day and then like it was wonderful because I used to go to my grandma's when we get down with church every Sunday I mean it was there's no question where you're going after church on Sunday we're going to grandma's and well now 
a lot of people are not going to church because of the pandemic or other reasons and so it's like that tradition has left however my boyfriend yay he was working today and the people that he went to go work for um sent him home with a plate of food for us for fourth of july and it was delicious barbecue chicken um it was like a I don't know what they call it, but it was chicken wrapped, like it was stuffed with something like ham or turkey or bacon or something. It was really good. And it was homemade macaroni and cheese casserole and potato casserole, ribs. Oh, it was delicious. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) This is like going to grandma's. (laughs) So it was really nice. I gotta learn how to cook like her. <laughs> Usually, though, Grandma would like cook it up and then put it in the crock pot, and it'd still be warm when we got there. So that's that was her secret, and uh, it was really good. Either that, or we'd stop by and get some fish, or we'd stop and get some um, chicken, KFC. Actually, there was a little store in the city that we lived in, and. It was just a regular store. Like, I don't want to say the name because I don't know what what all the rules are for podcasts. But, uh, it was cool because we could go in there and we could get, um, chicken and wedges and slaw or, you know, just like KFC. And it was so good. Oh my gosh, it was better than KFC, I think. But we went back there since then, and it does not taste the same. It just is not the same as it used to be when Grandma was alive. But tomorrow, I have to go have some tests done again. I'm not looking forward to it. I got to put on my running shoes. It's a stress test. They already did like a heart monitor for 14 days. And that came out fine. As you age, you get to look forward to all the doctor's visits. I got a mammogram coming up. Seems like they always want to do it whenever I don't have any time left at work. So I'm like trying to squish it in before I go to work. And that makes for a bad day because you're like, I know I'm going to be exhausted tomorrow after the stress test. I'm going to be like, I don't even feel like this. I just want to go home and go to sleep. But anyway, um, let's see. So, I hope everyone is having a good holiday. I am really, really worried. Because here, I I don't know if you guys know or not, but we've had to make some changes. Like, huge changes just since March of 2021. So, since probably this time last year in 2020, I had applied for a home and got approved. And then we put a offer in on the house that's really close. I had to get my 401k out to put as a down payment. Um, let's see. I sold my home, which at that time was a trailer, and was ready to move into the new home. And four days from the day of closing, they tell me that it fell through. So 
because I had sold my place in March, um, we had to be out of there by like March 15th for the person who wanted to buy it. So we rented a townhome and we were supposed to be in the new home. I mean, they gave me different dates and they moved it back multiple times, but um, April 28th was our sign date. That's the date, or the date, yeah, that, that was going to be our closing day. But, <clears throat> the 24th, that's when I get the call of, it fell through, I don't even remember. I mean, they tell me that I had like one thing that showed late payment during November of last year. I had been put on Fentermine by my diabetic doctor to help me lose weight. Because I was a previous smoker and after not smoking I gained some weight and it's harder for me to curb my appetite after I eat because I'm so hungry or not hungry but so I'm always hungry but uh, whenever I get done eating is when you have the most craving for a cigarette so it's a different craving but it's still kind of crazy anyway so he put me on a phenamine the, you know, well, I don't even know what the lowest dose that he put me on, but I started to notice the difference. Like I did not want to finish my food usually because I was raised, don't, don't waste your food, eat all, everything on your plate. Plus I just like to eat. I'll be honest. Just, I like to eat. So it was difficult. It's always been difficult for me to not finish my food and leave something on the plate. But at that time with the phenamine, that's what I did. I finally would get up and push the plate back, you know, halfway or three quarters of the way through the meal. And so, I don't think I was losing a whole lot of weight real fast, but um, for me to have that happen and like my appetite was definitely curbed from that. I wasn't as hungry. I didn't want to eat as much. So, it was good, but then when I went to the doctor after like a month maybe, maybe two months, I think it was a month because he wanted to watch me closely, um, he said, you're not losing weight fast enough, we need to give you more, so they upped it and doubled it basically, the prescription, and so that's when things went crazy because I had already been doing like a fast where I would eat eight hours of the day and then I would um, fast 16 hours of the day. And it it wasn't really helping me lose weight, but I wasn't gaining, right? So that's why I was like, I'll keep doing this. And so I didn't tell him about that. <laughs> Wrong thing to do when you're on medication to help you lose weight. Because I almost overdosed on Fin fin phenamine. <coughs> the doctor that I go to now, she's like, they don't even give that to anybody except for when you are in a weight loss program with specialists who work with that. She said this has been taken off of the um off of the uh off of the shelf multiple times <clears throat> for different reasons and renamed. She said, this is not something that you want to play with. So, I had missed work for like two months because they thought it was me having a mental breakdown again. 
which was fine. I was really upset though. I was like, okay, so every time I get sick now, you guys are going to think that I need to go into a mental hospital because I had a breakdown in 2017. So it's really frustrating. And, um, so yeah, (laughs) I'm not crazy. I simply had a breakdown because of all of the trauma that has been in my life. I've had to go through therapy, which now the therapist is like, I think you don't need me as much, maybe once every month. So, yeah, things are getting a lot better. Um, I've noticed a lot of my challenges. Like, I've this time, not since 2017, but this last time, whenever I went in, in uh, November, I had to take classes. I have grown. Ooh, excuse me. I have grown um, a lot in the healing process because I can see where the abuse is coming from now and I can learn now I've found to distance myself from it or at least bring it up and not just be silent anymore because normally what had happened is whenever I would get uh, mentally abused or anything like that I would freeze because of my self-esteem and shame so I'm not doing that anymore that's why I'm on here um Kim Jones has really inspired me basically you only have one life I mean am I going to want to be known for all of the craziness that I've been through or am I going to be known that I've overcome it which one do I want right which one do I want to have be as my legacy that yes she was pitiful and she had a horrible life and mistreated and she wouldn't stand up for herself basically makes you would make me feel like a wimp but I'm not that's what you don't understand people that go through a lot of pressure and a lot of pain and a lot of hurt is very much uh strong they're very strong people so it's really good so I'm really happy about the outcome of what's going on in life now because things are getting so much better but you know you can't fix the world you can only fix yourself and that's the big thing you've got to let people be them and if they're abusive get out of their way don't be around them straight up you don't have time to be putting yourself into a prison which is what I did all the time and now I don't so I mean I'm proud and I'm humbled that I've had to go through this experience I would not wish it on my worst enemy in the world (laughs) to go through even half of what I went through but I'm going forward people and to be able to move forward you got to know where you've been and I'm doing this not to be poor pitiful me or woe is me or you know get get some attention that's not why I'm doing it the Bible says that you're saved by the words of your testimony and during this last uh hospital it wasn't really a hospital because we had to stay at home because of the pandemic but um it would have been you know where I had to go to the hospital during the day if it wasn't the pandemic and have the classes well 
we did it on Zoom online, and I got to stay home to do it, which was really nice. But the therapy was great, and like even just being at home during that time, of course, I wasn't thinking straight because of the phenamine. I was going through a lot of, of uh, mental issues because that messes with your mind. Like it's caffeine, and then there's different things in there. I could smell people's cologne from across the room because it had messed with my head so much. So, but in that time, um, there was a song. It says, "I shall wear a crown," and I heard it at a funeral. But I definitely want this to be sang at my funeral. <laughs> When it's all over, when it's all over, I shall wear a crown. I'll tell my story when it's all over. So gives me hope because one day I will wear a crown I will wear a crown and when I get there I'm going to tell my story and it won't be oh poor poor pitiful me I'm so sad because or my life stinks because or or I mean it may not even be you know anything about that but it may be about how good it is the dog my baby girl sees another puppy Uh uh-uh no podcast in the car with a puppy there's another puppy that went next door baby sit look at the hair on your back sticking up what is that about are you mad yeah. <laughs> They're gone. He went bye-bye. He went bye-bye. It's okay. Are you alright now? Whew, goodness. Are you settled down now? Can I continue? Thank you. Anyway, when you go wear the crown and go into heaven after everybody gets there, we're going to be sitting around and it's going to be a testimony at that time. It's going to be, I did make it. Look at this. This is something else God brought me through. And it's going to be a testimony in heaven as well. And you shall wear a crown. Put on your robe. Tell your story. It's going to be wonderful. Anyways, that encouraged me a whole lot. So that got me through a lot of distressing time. So, definitely am happy about that. I got this person that lives in our apartment complex, and I don't know, he kind of freaks me out, so I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. And he's at the laundromat while we're waiting, so needless to say, I'm sitting here waiting and watching to make sure he doesn't take our clothes. That's been a big thing. We've been worried that people have been taking our clothes. We cannot wait to get back into another place. But, you know, <clears throat> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I believe that we'll be blessed because of the challenges that we've endured now. 
Eddie and I have um, been through a lot as well. And I had to take a class for domestic violence because we had a situation of that as well. And when the uh, judge or the, I don't know what she is, the prosecuting attorney, said, do you want him to say he's guilty for hitting you? And I'm like, he didn't really physically hit me. He threw something at me and that hit me. And so through this whole aspect of things, it was in the dark and I couldn't say for sure that he meant to hurt me because honestly, I've been, like I said, in bad relationships where they meant to hurt you. You knew they meant to hurt you. They were going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was not that type of situation. And until that night, we really had not had any kind of physical altercations. And so, we've done everything that the courts have asked. He's still taking a couple more classes. He had to take 28 classes. And so, this has been a learning experience for both of us. He went through some stuff. He'd tell me whenever we finally got back together and started talking that he missed me so much that he almost drank himself to death. So that wasn't good. Um, and he just, I think he realized that he wants to be with me and, you know, I want to be with him. I just don't want to tolerate any of that abuse. I've already had enough in my life and I won't accept it anymore. So if it gets to that, He knows that I'll be gone. I'm not going to stand for it. So, hopefully, right now we have, um, we have a order in place where he has to do no unlawful contact. So, everything is good to that degree, but, yeah, it's been a challenge. He's already mentioned something about getting married. I'm like, uh uh. (laughs) I've been married too many times already. Lord forgive me. If I have to die divorced, then I will. Because I just don't think, I don't think I want to do that again. Not any, not any bad ohms to anyone else who does. But personally, it's not. A thing that um, I believe that I have to do because yeah that's just something that each person has to work out so I just see my man roll through he's gonna go get a shower and go back over to his buddies watch fireworks I think I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't want to go to sleep. I doubt if I can do that, though, because of the fireworks. <laughs> well, I think I've chitty-chatted enough, and you guys probably got a lot to do today. But, you know, I just want to thank you for listening and following me and paying attention to what I've done and my day-to-day life. And I just want to encourage you that somebody needs to hear your story. I really think someone needs to hear your story and you need to let it out. Don't hold that in no more. It's not yours. 
not your burden to carry anymore. So you need to lay it down and start talking about it so you can help other people. That's what I'm doing this for. Believe me, this is embarrassing. Embarrassing to tell everybody all your life story. And I tried to be, uh, you know, private, not tell nobody, do all those things. But I just feel like God wouldn't have brought me through it just to let it be pushed under the rug. And nobody else may understand that. And I'm sorry if you don't. But I believe there's a purpose for everything under heaven. And I believe that, like I said, I don't want people to think, oh, she had a horrible life. She went through all of this. Okay, I did. But I've overcome it. And the Lord has helped me through it. And I'm a blessed woman. Well, you guys have a good 4th of July. And I will try to see you guys or talk to you guys tomorrow. See you around. And I always like to say, around the merry-go-round, we call the world. See you later. Hey, everybody. It's Crystal Montgomery. How are you guys doing today? Um, Requesting some prayer. I'm getting ready to go have a stress test done. But as I'm on my way, and, I'm, you know, I've started this, set it down, and I'm still on the way. But I just came to a stop sign, or stoplight, and um, there was a young man trying to cross. Well, the person in front of me didn't slow down, didn't care, just kept going. So the poor guy was like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> Step back a little bit. Then it came, you know, where he was right in front of me. I stopped far enough back you know like go ahead and you know he kind of shook his head at me like thank you and then he went to go across to the next one because there was two lanes and there was a guy in a truck he didn't care either and he just went straight on didn't give a crap about the guy at all I was like oh my gosh this is how our lives are today like our lives represent that situation like there are new people coming into the world and the old people don't care so, and you know, it's, we've just turned into a carefree, careless people. Like, there's got to be a change in our hearts. What is going on? Everybody seems to think that they're just on their own and that they, you know, they have to fight for themselves constantly. We have allowed the world to become this way. Whether it's because we haven't taught our children differently or whether it's because we've been abused and now there's no other way that we can see life being fair so we're going to fight for what we want I'm sorry but that poor man had no way to fight against a car and the law says if a pedestrian is there you should yield to the pedestrian hello yesterday when we were coming out of a store to go to our car I mean, this was plainly marked pedestrian crossing. I mean, a huge place on the ground marked in yellow right in front of the door exit. So, you know, that's what it was for. This guy was like, I would say a thousand feet away from us, but never pressed the brake one time. People, come on now. Let's be a little more courteous to one another. 
let's try to show the love of God to people. I mean, we are all sinners, I know. But nobody's even given another thought to it. We have just pushed kindness right out the window. It ain't even there. Like, I know the Word says that it's that goodness abounds evil. But I don't see it in the world today. And just seeing that analogy today was a perfect wake-up call for me. You have to know. You have to know what the environment is that you're living in. And our decree at church is we know the times that we are in. It's looking pretty grim. We're getting pretty close to the time that Noah had to build the ark and God destroyed the world because he hated man and I'm just like okay people how much more are you going to do before you realize we're getting kind of close to that we need to change how we behave towards one another we need to bring the Bible back to America we need to bring the Bible back to people in general stop letting the next whimsical thing that comes along change our minds to believe some way that's not true you're being perverted you're being perverted to someone else's thinking and some other type of um, belief and the truth of the matter is your creator created you for more purposes of kindness and love and gentleness because this world is not going to give it to you and in fact all these whimsical things that you are trying to seek if you'll read a little deeper into it somebody told me once that they were becoming um i can't remember a muslim or or um i can't remember but but I, as far as i know in that word it mentions that you need to forcibly change people's minds forcibly and the god i know doesn't make you do anything god wants us to do it freely free-heartedly follow him as little children follow their parents because they love them being a parent is exactly and some of you may have a distorted view of parent and childhood and I understand that completely um, there are people that I know there are situations that I've been in to make you question that type of um, a relationship but our Heavenly Father is the perfect Father. He is there for you 24-7. You can call Him up anytime and He's right there. In fact, He's watching over you when you don't even want Him to. When you're in the middle of the deepest, darkest sin you could possibly be in, He's there trying to help you. That still small voice trying to tell you to not do it. So... The world, the way that the world has perverted parenthood and children, and I mean, there's just evil everywhere. We're a fallen world, but there are still good things in this world. Why can't we just find that good thing, that good thing that we need to just plug into? I tell you what, get your Bible out. That's the good thing. That's the word. It's living, it's real, and it will help you day to day live your very best life God's plans for you are just much better than the ones you got so let's let's try to make some changes in our own personal lives I can't look at your life and make you change I can't look at your life and tell you where you have an, an issue 
I only can look at mine. And today when I stopped for that young man, I knew I did something out of kindness. I did something to encourage him that there is someone watching out for him other than just taking advantage of the situation and doing whatever they want to do to get what they need to get done. How many people have been done that way? I tell you, I have. And it's not good. It's not good. We are our sister and our brother's keeper. We should be watching out for each other. Taking care of one another. Loving each other. We're a family. We're all on this world together. So let's make it count. Let's make it count. What do you want to leave as a legacy? Oh yeah, I ran everybody down when I was on the highway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't see that being a good way to leave things. I just went the wrong way. Anyway, I just feel like that uh, we just really need to make some changes in our lives. We need to make some adjustments. We can do this, people. We can do this. So, God bless you guys. I'm here. Remember to pray for me. <laughs> it's fun going all by yourself. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. time enough to go into the hospital to get myself registered for my stress test I get in there luckily I go to the right place you know that they do it and everything and I go in I talk to the lady she's like yeah you're at the right place go ahead and give me your name and then you can have a seat and wait for the registration I said okay so I went and sat down and the gentleman came to the window said Crystal Montgomery and I'm like okay that's me so I go over and uh, sit down at table two, like he told me. I sit down there, and he's like, ma'am, you're supposed to be at this other hospital. I'm like, what? Like, I'm going for a stress test. But I don't think I need a stress test unless they can just hook those monitors up to me right now and see exactly what kind of stress this has put me through. I'm so upset about it. I told him, I said, you all need to, like, get this together. They got me scheduled for Friday, a mammogram downtown. I'm like, I'm not going downtown. It's not going to happen. So, I got to call and fix the schedule for Friday's appointment. And I've got to fix the appointment for today. Gosh, I'm going to say, do not schedule me anywhere else but at this hospital. I do not want to go all over the world to have tests done. That's more stressful than where, you know, because you know, you know the place that you normally go. <clears throat> you know that, that location, you know how to get there, you know your way around. But going off to these other hospitals that I don't go to, I'm like putting myself through all that. No, you can schedule me. Y'all do it here. Y'all can schedule me for the appointments here, whatever they are. It's not like I'm in a dire emergency, thank goodness, because if it is, then I'd really be having to travel all over the world just to have some tests ran. Needless to say, it wasn't good, but I get to talk to you guys again, so it, it makes it good. Plus, I won't miss work today. I just got to get home within the hour so I can go to work at the right time, not call in. Ugh, man. See what I'm talking about? Life is stressful without even having to try, honey. 
That's why you gotta be kind to one another. You should be stopping and helping each other if you notice. Cause like, you know, I've been in occasions where you don't pay attention. What I was talking about earlier was, you know, that people are just so much caught up in themselves that they don't see anyone else's attempts at life. Like this dude was trying to cross the road and he didn't, um, he couldn't go across because nobody was even paying him any attention. Yes, he didn't look like he had a lot of money. Maybe he was homeless. I don't know. But he's still a human being. And he deserves as much value as anybody else. Just like um, I was talking about in one of my other ones. Just because a $20 bill gets smashed up, kicked around, thrown outside on the ground. And I don't think it'll last long out there. It still doesn't lose its value. So every human being has a value. Not as far as you know, what can I put, like, not for, like, black market or something, don't think like that, that's horrible, but I mean, value as in you are important, and that's the thing, is that people, when you say that now, automatically go to the worst thing in the world to think about, how much, I mean, you, you've heard people say, this is so funny, you've heard people say that they could sell their organs on the black market, that is ridiculous people good grief what have we become no wonder we are going through so many different things these are things you know just like the 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 uh, story about uh, Moses and how all those plagues were vexed upon Egypt because they went against God's people hello you don't think the pandemic could be part of a of a curse because of the way that America's been behaving? Not even America. The whole world was affected by that. Gosh, man. We don't need to change our government. We don't need to change political aspects or views or, you know, worry about the color of our skin. We need to get back to the heart of things. We need to get back to where people are loved and love one another. Hello? Where is that? People, you need to go to Vacation Bible School. Our Vacation Bible School is coming up this month. You better get there. You need to get a heart change. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm just saying. I, enter, I You know, I understand. I, I understand the situation of... I have had abuse. You've heard some of my podcasts before, and I haven't went through them all, but I've had abuse in my life. And I understand how people can become bitter and become angry at others and, and not trust and not, um, and not help because they're like, why do I want to put myself back out there again? Why do I want to hurt myself to help someone else? Would they do it for me? You should read the red letters. It says something in the Bible about how if someone smacks you against the cheek, offer the other one to give them that cheek as well. Go above and beyond what you should do. People just need to start having... I feel like the whole world's turned into Grinch. You are all Grinch! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can be Grinch too. Grinch is my favorite movie. It's not a bad thing. Sorry. Didn't mean to offend you. But 
I feel like that, you know, everybody's hearts have shrunk. Like, if you ain't never seen it, you need to get on there and watch that movie. It is, it, it's very telling. And it's, it's explaining how he had been abused and hurt as a child. And he ran away. And while he was away, he had this same bitter, hateful attitude about everybody. And he enjoyed making others' lives miserable. So whenever he would go into town, he would dress up. And uh, so people wouldn't know who he was. And then he would be hateful to people and pull tricks. That's a lot of the reason why people do what they do today. Because they're angry at the world. They're angry of how they got treated. They're angry because their parent didn't love them like they should have. Or they're angry because their siblings were mean and horrible and their parents didn't stop them. Or, you know, there's tons of reasons people are bitter or angry and set in their ways. I've always heard it said, the ones who are most bitter are the ones who need the most love. And I tell you right now, nobody can love you like Jesus does. And nobody can change you. That's something that I heard on a song. And I don't remember which one it was. But it said. Um, your heart. Cannot be changed by your own will. The only thing that changes. Or that makes you want to change. That's how it is. That makes you want to change is God's grace. God's grace. And him giving you the free pass for whatever mistakes you've made. That's grace. That is not um, what the world does. Um, when you make a mistake, fingers are pointed and people are hateful and mean. God gives grace that covers you as if it had never happened. All you do is repent and turn from your ways turn from your way. See, grace allows you the opportunity to change your ways. There's so much good. So many good things in the Word. I just encourage you to get you one. Now, I'll recommend the King James Version is like America's go-to version and it, it's good. I mean, it has the red letters. I love that. You know, because everything that they put in there was what King James of England had had them scribe. And they put all the words that Jesus spoke in red letters. So, I do recommend to get that. But, if you're, if you're looking for great understanding of the word, and you're wanting to be able to apply it to your life today, the NIV, uh, the NS, or I'm sorry, the ESC, American Standard Christian Bible, I think. There's just different versions. If you go to Bible Gateway, you can have it transported, I mean, whatever the word is, you can have it put into different uh, versions, and, you know, read the Amplified Version, which means it's Amplified the, the words are amplified so that you can get a truer meaning of it 
um, to understand the word completely. I mean, there is just so many. There's no reason why people couldn't get in there and find out more about the word. The word, the word, the word, people. (laughs) The world needs the word. And I'm going to start getting on here and reading some books in the Bible. Uh, I just feel like that some people are going to enjoy that. I definitely want to read The Woman at the Well. i got to figure out which version. I, I did this before, but I kind of fell away from it. And the crazy thing is, is that this podcast thing is so much easier. I mean, I'm riding around. I can do it. The other thing, I had to be like sitting down. I was worried about what I looked like. This is so much better. People, if you have a word and you hear from God on a daily, get yourself on a podcast. There's no reason why you shouldn't have a podcast. I'm about to tell everybody in the world and show everybody in the world how to do this because you need to be lifting up people. The word says that as the day grows closer to the end, we are to lift one another up. If you've got music, you need to start playing it. You need to start recording it on a podcast. If you don't like being in front of people, because I don't. You need to start recording it and putting it out there for people to hear. Because God has blessed you with a gift. Stop hiding it. Stop waiting for something great to happen. Because your life is only here one time. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Huh? It's just like the whole thing. There's a book in the Bible that talks about talents. And God had given everyone one talent. And then he had them come back. I think it was like five people. Each one came back, one doubled it, um, you know, had used more talents and spread it around and just made it bloom and blossom. But then there was some that didn't, there's one guy that didn't do anything with the talent. Instead, he went and hid it. And the Lord was not happy with that at all. He wasn't happy with it. He didn't want you to hide your talents. He's giving you them to you, not only for you, but for other people to grow from what you know. So get out there. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. And so what if you get some bad reviews? Who cares? Not everybody's going to give you a bad review. Let me watch it. I promise you I won't give you a bad re- review. People need to keep their criticisms to themselves. If you don't like it, don't listen. If you like it, encourage the person. Support them. Let's do this support thing, people. You need support? Look me up. I'm going to try to support you. I may not be able to give you much money. But but, uh, emotionally, I can be there for you. I can lift you up mostly with prayer. That's the most important part is lifting someone up with some prayer. Because what we can't do, God can do. You guys have a wonderful day. I'm going to take some time for myself now and try to get my mind settled for work. I made it home an hour before I have to work. That's crazy. All right, guys. I love you. And again, like I always say, I'll see you around the merry-go-round. Bye-bye. Hello, you guys. So it is Sunday, the day that I go to church. Today was a good day at church. And even coming home. I mean, on the way there, we, we had planned on going to pick up Cameron, Johnny's cousin, 
to go to church with us this morning, and so we started out a little earlier than normal. Um, Eddie had to go to work. He works most weekends, so he doesn't get to go with me. But, whew, but we we headed out. We was going to go to Gene Schneider to Fairdale Exit. And we get on the highway, and we're heading from Preston there, and we get all the way to I-65, and they reroute our our trip, and I have to go down 65 south and get off at Brooks, so I'm like backtracking. It was very, very frustrating. I mean, it seemed like everything was trying to tell me just stay home and don't go. But I was like, I want to go. I really need to go. I need to make this commitment in my life to do what I know is right. And I've stayed away long enough. I've not been going because of the COVID and fear of all the other things, you know, that can happen. Driving that distance, so on and so forth. So I said, you know what? We're doing this. (laughs) And we'd already made a commitment to Cameron. So I told Johnny, I said, just tell him we're going to be a little bit late. And uh, I posted it on Facebook, so hopefully people that live out this way that was heading that way would be able to find another route. So, when we got to Fairdale through um, the uh, Brooks exit coming down 1020, I noticed that they were making them get off on the eastbound Gene Schneider, too. So, the stretch between Gene... uh, 65 and Fairdale exit they had closed it off I'm thinking they did something to the road I'm not really sure I know there was an extra couple of bumps there looked like somebody had been working there when we came home because they reopened it but oh, it was so frustrating at first so we get to church we made it on time whoop, whoop. I got to see everything and it was good like um, Eddie had his last class today, so hopefully they'll be giving him a certificate soon because he had to do that at 1 o'clock. So I was going to go over there and make sure that he got one, but he wound up figuring it out by the time we got done. We had some communication problems. Our phones are acting stupid. But um, anyway, lots of challenges, but God still loves us, and we're still a blessed people. Uh, so we... Uh, finished up with church it was so good I'm just telling you I have a new fire for going to church now I just hate it that I have to work all the time maybe I should go back to first shift but then I exhausted by the time I get to church but right now I'm working second shift so I can't really like they have Friday night worship or Friday night prayer or something going on Friday nights Friday nights was when I got saved at the Friday night um children's church or whatever they I don't remember what they called it but that's that was my night where you could go and be free you didn't have to worry about all the rules and regulations of day church on Sunday morning which my church ain't about rules and all that stuff anyway I mean they are they they believe that God has an order but you're free to worship you're free to worship and that's what's amazing um like you don't have to worry about people looking at you because of your clothes or because of I mean we're just a big family we want you to be a part of our family so if you're in or near the Louisville area hop in the car 9600 Cane Run Road and it's off of the Greenbelt right across the street from the BP 
Uh, you'll see the flood wall there as you're going around by Mike Lennings. But as soon as you turn on the cane run right there, and you take a left at the light off green belt, it's the very first left. And it looks like a house, but the church is behind it. So you have to follow that around all the way to the very last building, and you'll see all the cars parked there on Sunday morning. So right now we have Sunday morning service. It starts at 11. It ends about 1.30. And then uh, they have Wednesday night service, which I don't get to attend because I'm working. That starts at 7 and ends at 8. And I'm hopeful because Rhonda had talked about, you know, that we need to get ready for the harvest. And so I just want to see the church flourish Sunday schools and we miss that like everybody needs to be in the word and we just I mean we've just gotten away from it and because of COVID-19 people are not going to church an hour early believe me I I spend all week working for someone else or making money to have the life that I live for my own personal thing I'm going to give God an extra hour in the morning on Sunday to go and learn about him more and be with my brothers and sisters because you know what I just feel like whenever I was in Sunday school and I was learning more intimately about God with my brothers and sisters in Christ that they encouraged me because as a new believer not really understanding it all I thought if I sin he's not going to forgive me and I've broken the vow to love God and do what I'm supposed to do that's not that was the crazy thing um I know who this person was and she's very important to me because of what she said that one day she said the Bible doesn't say if you sin the Bible says when you sin so he already knows we're going to fail we're going to fall but he's given us grace and he loves us unconditionally there's no better love ever in the world I mean I don't care you can imagine how great someone loves you or how great a person was for a sacrifice that they gave but there is no better love than God's love for us he sent his son Jesus because he knew we could not fix ourselves we could not be holy we could not think bad things we could not move on those bad things we cannot like today when I went down and got prayed for I said Lord I can't do this in myself and without you I will fail I said so Lord you're going to have to step in here and you're going to have to help me and I'm going to surrender I'm going to surrender to you and I remember I fell out like he just came in like a a gentle rushing water into my spirit and was like I'm here for you and I just fell on the floor and he just washed over my spirit and let me know that it was going to be okay that I didn't have to carry anything anymore that he's going to fix everything that has been broken that is such a freeing feeling to know that I don't have to be perfect that I don't have to do everything just right and that if I mess up doesn't mean that he's going to turn his back and never look at me again or never talk to me again or never be with me again. His love is everlasting. Everlasting. 
No matter what I'm going through, where I'm at, who I'm with, no matter what, no matter how bad my bank account looks, no matter how good my bank account looks, God is always with us. He was with us from the time that we were conceived in our mother's womb. Whoo, I get chills just thinking about it. Do you realize I looked in my wallet yesterday? And of course, I've been dwelling on God a lot lately. And uh, I looked in my wallet and I seen a picture of Johnny's kindergarten graduation picture. <laughs> and I thought to myself, God's got all of our pictures in his wallet. God has all of our pictures in his wallet. He thinks we are amazing. He loves us so good. Can you imagine how good you can love your children? How much more our Heavenly Father, who has no mistakes, who doesn't do anything wrong, who's never hurt any of us. God doesn't hurt people. The enemy sends people and things to hurt us. God doesn't want that for you or for me. But the Bible says, like Rhonda said today, He was hated first. The world's not going to love you because you're not of this world. You are of God. You're chosen of God. And I'm just so thankful. I'm just so thankful that I have decided to follow Jesus. And I have surrendered my own will to His will. He's amazing. And I'd much rather him fix my problems than me because I can't fix them right. They wind up giving me more issues afterwards. <laughs> it's pitiful. Ah, we are nothing. We are just so... I mean, he thinks we're super special. I mean, imagine when you're in love with someone and they think of themselves so lowly. But then the person that loves them is like, why do you look feel like that? You look beautiful to me. Or... You know what I'm saying? Like, we're so critical on ourselves, but the person who loves us doesn't see those flaws. They look past them. And that's exactly what God does for us. He sees past every flaw that we have and sees who we are. And if you can remember as a child how children just don't even... They don't know how to be mean yet. They don't know how to hurt people yet. They don't know what what pain can be inflicted on someone because they're innocent. They're children. And the Bible says, let them come unto me, all the children. So you need to bring your children. We got Vacation Bible School coming up July 24th. I'm going to post it on my Facebook. I'm going to send this out. I want everybody to be able to come. I think it's 12 to 2 or something like that. I'll get my... Uh, bulletin out real quick and find out. Here it is. Okay, let's see. Vacation Bible School start. It's on July the 24th, so it's only going to be one day. And it's from 12 to 5. Okay, it says Vacation Bible School will be from 12 to 3. School supplies will be given out between 3 to 5. While supplies last, children must be present to receive supplies more details to come if you guys have an ability to donate for those supplies please contact one of the pastors um we've got um, the elders as well i'm sure one of them can help um look them up on facebook jeff boyd Rhonda boyd 
I know they're on there. Aaron Boyd. Uh, they can help you out. Um, it's just, it's an awesome situation. We just, we're so happy to be building up the kingdom of God and getting everybody ready for the coming of the Lord. We want you to be a part of it. You're welcome in our home. Church is a home. It's a home where you are loved unconditionally. Get ready, people. I'm excited. I'm so full of happiness and joy is not even funny. And no, my normal day-to-day life is not the best, but my spirit knows that things are good. We're okay. God is good. I want you guys to have a blessed and happy day. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. And I plead the blood of Christ to cover every situation that you have. And that my words that are going forth right now will heal every wound. And that restoration will begin in your life today. I thank you for listening to my con- to my podcast. And you guys have a wonderful and blessed evening. Bye.